You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. word be the definitive factor. Let the word because if you don't believe the word then you don't believe God. Because in the beginning was the word. And the word in the Greek says is with God. And the word is God. And without the word was nothing made that was. As a matter of fact, if you are in this church and part of this commission, you should be able to quote this scripture by heart. And let it be a part of your thought process. Because you've got to live the word. Without the word was nothing made. That was made without the word. So if the word made everything, then you can't live without the word because you yourself are a product of the word. Yes. So anytime you live out of the word, what are you doing to yourself? When you live out of the word. Then definitely you're going to have problems. Because you are living out like a fish that is living out of the sea. Are you here with me? Yes. You live the word. And you live above your world. Oh, praise God. You live the word, you will live above your world. If you live the word, you will recreate your world. If you live the word, you will recreate your That is why you must think right. Think the word. Therefore, you must understand the word. Proverbs 23, 7. Last week I said, For as he thinks in his, so is. So I said, you are an express resemblance of your, of your mind. Write it down. You are an express resemblance of your mind. <laughs> you are an express
first resemblance of your mind. How you think determines how you talk. It determines how you behave. And it determines the works that come out of you. How you think. If you think fear, you will talk fear. You will behave fearful. And you have a fearful life. Are you here with me? Most of us are so conscious about the things around us because we don't think from within. Because he that is in you is greater than he that is around you. So when a man thinks the world that is in them they overcome their world. Oh, Jesus. Listen to me very carefully. I have never lost a battle. And I'll never lose one. You see, it will seem like you are losing. But it becomes a launching pad to massive victories. It it has never happened to me and it can never happen. And you will see it for yourselves because I live in the word. Listen, the word breaks modes, breaks barriers, breaks boundaries. We have been shooting ourselves down By the words we speak. Because of the way we think. You see, you've been thinking problems. You've been thinking defeat. Instead of thinking victory. Solutions. Whatever you see around you, you called it up with the way you thought and you acted it out. Most of us fail a lot of things because in our mind, failure is already written. As a matter of fact, before you went to the meeting, in your mind, you had already failed. So you acted fearfully there and you were doubtful of everything you were saying and they saw your confidence level so bad and in the end you said, I knew. Did you hear me? (laughs) You are an express resemblance of your mind. But the point is, 
Is it true that God wants to kill you? God wants you defeated? God wants, no, that's not true. I told you last week, John chapter 3. He said that he has lavished you extravagantly with his love. Hello? Extravagantly. Extra, extra, vegan. The one that God sent speaks God's words. And don't think he rations out the spirit in bits and pieces. And I told you the reason why you call Jesus Christ, Jesus the anointed one, is because all that came before Jesus, he gave them the spirit in bits. But with Jesus, the full measure of the Holy Spirit was released. Watch this. The Father loves the Son. Extravagantly, he turned everything over to him so he could give it away. Give it away to who? <laughs> because as, the, as he is in the Father, and the Father is in him, you are also in him. And that is why the Holy Spirit was not giving you in bits. The full measure that was given to Jesus, the same measure you have. have the same measure. A lavish distribution of what? Lavish. In other words, when somebody says, I'm lavishing you with gifts, they don't even look at cost. They don't look at the quantity. They are just giving and giving without looking back. And you are telling them it's okay and they don't mind you and they just pour it on. That is how he gives to you. Oh, praise the Lord. May you have that thinking. The father doesn't, <laughs> the father doesn't have a scarcity mentality. In his economy, there's no shortage. So you see, when God is giving to you, he gives to you lavishly. And the point is, why is he doing that? Because somebody has satisfied the status quo. So you now deserve everything. Oh, praise the Lord. Give me the next verse. This is why whoever accepts and trusts the son gets in on everything. Oh, hello. They get in on, say everything. And then he says, life what? Complete the entirety of life. So he said, me, I'm poor. You can't be poor. Unless that's what you want. Today, it looks like you don't have much. But that is not you. That's not your original. You are living your photocopy. 
And very soon, your original will show. If you change how you think about yourself and what he has made you. In this life, you don't have to suffer. Change your philosophy. I'm preaching the word. I'm not preaching the world. Watch this. Listen, I said, you will change. You will rule your world. Because you have been listening to enough of the world. Instead of the word. You were not created to suffer. If, listen, listen to me, listen to me. If you don't believe the word of God, put it down somewhere. And go and serve idols. Then, then I don't know what you are doing in church. And I don't know why you say you are born again. Because in the beginning, before Adam was created, everything was done for him. Before, when Adam woke up, gold was there. Rivers were there. All the animals were created. What he was asked to do was to manage them. Dress it and keep it. So who told you you were created to suffer? It's a lie from the pit of hell. What we have been promised to suffer is persecution. That we will suffer persecution. If you hear me preach like this, I know I will suffer persecution. Because this is not the thinking of the world. It's the thinking of the word. So the world will persecute me. And they say, what is he saying? But I don't live in their world. I live in the world. Get out. Get out of the world. And come into the world. Your focus is so much on the world. So it's like we are in church, but we are not in church. We speak the same way they speak. And we feel cool about it. We feel so cool. I have moved. You better move. I'm telling you. You you better move. There's nothing like luck. You don't know one. If you call right now, you have sufficient. I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. The word of God, wherever it goes, he said it prospers it. The word does not come in void. It comes to accomplish the purpose for which it was sent. And until it is done, it doesn't go. And he says, wherever the word goes, it prospers it. And he said, where there are thorns, the metal tree will grow.
if you are in lack, grace is sufficient. But check your thinking. Because you think lack. You call lack with your mouth. You speak lack. Abundance is coming to you. I'm looking at wonderful people in the next two, three years. They will be making, managing, multiplying their millions. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm not saying everybody is going to be rich. No. But there are some of you, you already carry that grace. And you walk in that grace. Are you getting the point? Yes. There are some of you, all you have been graced to do is to do major things in the kingdom. Not necessarily financing the kingdom. You also walk in your grace. Are you understand? But you'll be comfortable in life. Nobody was called to struggle. Who said, as for me, it's my portion. It's not. It's not your portion. Our family. You, you didn't know you moved from your family? Because you are born again. That's why you say born again. Your lineage changed. The royal blood of the lamb now runs through you. You don't take after your father's curses. The pastor calls you and tells you I want to deliver you. Tell them I've been delivered 2,000 years ago. Yes. I graduated. The day I answered, ah, you don't get it. I, the, the day I said, I received Jesus as my Savior and Lord, I graduated. Everything that was already laid for me, I took hold of them. In a microsecond, I became royalty. I became a priest. I became a peculiar person and a holy nation. They get into everything, life complete. That is also why the person who avoids and distrusts the sun is in the dark and doesn't see light. Hello. Are you getting the point now? When you are not part of the sun, when you distrust the sun, when you don't receive Jesus, you are in the dark. You are existing. You are not living. Ah, He said he doesn't see what? Life. That's what he means. Like the mountains. <clears throat> a dog is different from a human being. Hello? Do you know that? Ah, do you know that dogs are different from a human being? What makes what's the difference? Eh? 
Who's easy? So some of you think that okay, we are higher, they are lesser. That's that's what you think. So if I, what's the difference? So we have been created in the image and likeness of God. Dogs were not created that way. How is God? That's the question. When human beings were created, we were first created before we were formed. Go and check your Bible. Bible says, and God created man in his own image and likeness. And then in the next chapter, he said, and God formed. That is why men have the spirit. Human beings have the spirit. Before the body was formed. So you are not a body. You are a spirit. And you have a container, which is the body, just carrying the spirit. And that is why you have faith. You have what we call belief. So the, the man who doesn't believe in Christ would definitely believe something. Because by your spirit, you believe. And that is what works on the body. Hello? And then everything that surrounds it. So you see, it's your spirit that dominates things. Not your body. So before anything dominates you, they would have taken over your spirit. Hello? Are you here? So when a man receives Jesus, and the Holy Spirit takes over, they now come into their original state. Just like God created them from the beginning. And then they begin to live like God on earth. So they are in charge of their body. And their environment. They control everything around them. Nothing dominates them. And that is why he says, them that did not accept, they don't see life. Because when man sinned, man died. What, what, what died? It is not just death. Their spirit died. Oh, hello? Did you, are you getting the point now? Yeah. That which makes them like God died. They lost it. 
They lost it. Ah, so you think that some of the things they do, some of the things they do, haven't you seen dogs doing wonderful and powerful things that human beings do? Ah, I watched some on X Factor. I was amazed. Yeah. The dog was whistling. I'm doing things. All of those are at the soul level. But what the spirit of man does, you have no idea. Hey, listen, you have no idea. I'm telling you, I said you have no idea. And when they say you are born again, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Very soon nations will gather under one roof in KCI. I said nations will gather. I saw it with my eyes. But I didn't understand it. Because of where I was. Long ago, the Lord showed, long ago. But I didn't see it as where I was because it was different, a different crowd, a different group, and everybody was rejoicing. And it was like a camp, big in a stadium. Said, ah, but this one, I don't belong here. I didn't understand it. Now I do. Now I do. My spirit was calling. I was not responding. Listen to me very carefully. People of God, your spirit has been calling you to big things. But your mind of the world has been stopping you from answering to them. Some of you, should have left that small job long ago. I'm telling you. Yes. Yes. You see, what is in the entirety of life has been calling you. But you see the meager one because of your mind so filled with the world answer to it. He says, what that man experiences of God is darkness and an angry darkness at that. God is not angry with you. He's angry with the unbeliever. But when they receive Christ, they are favored with him permanently. Just like you have favor forever. You don't beg for favor. You have favor. You are living a favored life. The problem is how you were thinking. Praise the Lord. Let me continue. Let me continue. Let me continue. I said, so, if God loves you, it means God accepts you. It means God has a plan for you. It means God has made provision for you. Next. And it means God will protect and perfect all that which concerns you and his assignment. Oh, praise the Lord. So listen to me. God loves you. And that's why he chose you. So he has accepted you. 
Oh, praise the Lord. Listen to me. Everything that you need has already been made provision for. Just like Adam in the garden. So listen, the moment you become born again, you are in Eden. I said you are in the place of delight. That's the meaning of Eden. That's where you are living. That's where you are living. Everything that concerns this assignment, KCI, has already been provided. I declare to you that this church will never know lack. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? I said, this church, you are sitting right here. You are hearing what I'm saying. I said, this church, this commission will never know lack. Everything that we need to do what we need to do shall be provided. Are you getting the point? It has already been provided. 2,000 years ago, all we need to do is to call it out. And it shall come. That's why God is making ways in the desert for you. God is making ways in the wilderness for you. That's why God is drawing places. And you've got to respond. That's why I'm saying think right. Anybody that responds to this, you will walk. In the true reflection of what he has made you. Did you hear me? You walk. Anybody that has come to me and we have spoken one on one about these things. They always go and they come back and they tell me, Pastor, you said so. You will see rivers in the desert. Talking about rivers in the desert where they said, everybody said, There's no way you. They said, There is no way you will see multiple doors. Multiple doors. Watch this. Give me the next. Now, Look at this young man who walked with Jesus. He was one of Jesus' disciples. And look at his mindset. And that's the mindset I want you to have. His name is John. And he has been now known as John the Beloved. (laughs) Hello. John the Beloved. Because of his mindset. He wrote the gospel of John. And look at what he himself wrote. Let's already go. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples. Whom what? Whom what? So he himself proclaimed it. Jesus loves me. Nobody wrote this. He wrote him for himself. I wish you could tell yourself that. Aha! That Jesus loves me best. Jesus loves me more than everybody. 
And that's the way I see myself. Listen to me. Everywhere I stand, I proclaim this. As for me, this God loves me. He loved, I can see a crowd, but I see God's love dwelling on me. I don't know about you. If you see curses, that's your problem. If you think some days he's angry with you. And because God is very erratic. So he's good. He's on and off. So some days he loves you. Some days. Listen to me. When you were not born again. And you are called a sinner. Um, so sinful you were, were you still not doing some things right? So now that you are a saint, that you are born again, why is it that when you do some things wrong, you think you are not born again? You were doing the right things when you were a sinner, yet you were not called a saint. So it was not what you did. You are allowing, listen, your state to define your status quo. Instead of allowing your status quo, what he has made you to define who you are. So you did some things wrong. You say, I'm not a saint anymore. Did you qualify for that? You were qualified by somebody. It was a gift. Walk in it. Listen to me. He loves you no matter what. Let the whole world be angry with you. He still loves you. And he said he will lavish you extravagantly. Hello. Look at John again. This was the time when Jesus said that someone was going to betray him. And was talking about Judas. Peter therefore mentioned to him to ask him, Who is it? John didn't bother. Then leaning back on Jesus' breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Why? The guy is far from any worry, anxiety. He knows who he is. As far as he and Christ are concerned, we are tight. Nobody comes in between us. We are cool. We are bodies. We are confidants. That's the relationship he has with Jesus. Nobody could take that away. Look at another place. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, him, John, behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her to his home. So Jesus' mother was put in the care of John. Because he was conscious of his relationship with him. Are you getting the point? He knows Jesus loves him. 
it's in the mind. Say it's in the mind. Or say it's in the mind. And if you continue to proclaim that, to think that way, you will see that everything around you flourishes. You don't walk hair tight. As if concrete is coming to fall on you. Every time you are afraid. Hey, this thing will kill me. I'll talk about some of those things. You call things for yourself that you don't have. Don't ever define yourself on what is on your body. It can only be permitted when it is in your spirit. If it is not in your spirit, it can't be on your body. You can give it permission or it must check out. Look at something again. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. That's him again. And said to them, they have taken away the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where he laid him. This is Mary Magdalene. And when he he was giving the Mary Magdalene account and said Mary Magdalene came to them, he said he came to the disciple Jesus loved. I love the guy. He would always express that. Because he knows that. Oh, praise the Lord. Please, what you know, you think. If what you know doesn't have a bearing on your thinking, you don't know. (laughs) You don't know. By, listen, by God, I have stopped worrying. I have told, I have called worry. I have told worry. 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 You have no place here. Worry. I said worry. When you see me, Pass somewhere. Anxiety. You have no place. Call yourself and look at yourself and tell them, listen to me, me, you have no place. Oh, well, this is going to come. Where is it going to come from? Hey, this is... You kill yourself. That's not the life he wants you to live. Because it will come. Order it, it will come. You you so believe in Amazon. You so believe in the system of Amazon that when you order, if you go to the US and you say you want to order say this oh Amazon. Because maybe you want to live within a certain time. He said, oh, Amazon, oh no. They will deliver. So if three days, they will actually give you four days. So that by the third day, they would have delivered. Oh yes. Yes. You believe Amazon. 
you don't believe in the divine system. Oh God. We are so misplaced in our thinking. Bring your mind home. Praise the Lord. Next. John said it again. He didn't stop there. Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved. I'm sure Peter will be angry because every time he sees Peter, that is when he says that thing. This was when they, they, Peter had, had decided he was giving up the faith. Because he felt he betrayed Jesus and had gone back to fishing. And so Jesus, after resurrecting, came back to them at the seaside. And Peter had removed everything and was going to sea. And then the disciple Jesus loved was able to recognize Jesus before all of them. Because love connects. Listen, love, it connects. You see, when you love somebody and they are standing in the crowd, it's amazing. Because your heart connected before your eyes. This part of the message, I can see connects. Because <laughs> I can see experiences are playing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So the guy saw Jesus. Saw Jesus so well. Even before all of them. They couldn't recognize. But he saw Jesus. And call the attention that the master is here. Praise the Lord. Tell the next person, may you be like John. Do you know that he was the only disciple left to the end? That's why he wrote Revelations. you see, tell them God loves me and he loves me to beat. Tell them God has a crush on me. They come and tell you, God is angry. Me? No. Are you sure? Maybe the next person. Not me. Where I dwell, the anger of God has no place there. Oh, praise the Lord. Look at something in Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 5.8. When people talk about rapture, they say Jesus is coming like a thief. I don't want to go through that. Maybe some other time. But for you, Jesus is not coming like a thief. Because you are connected with love. So after he had told us, he told the unbelievers, tell the unbelievers, Jesus is coming like a thief to them. This is what he told us. He said, but let who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and as a helmet, the hope 
Hallelujah! The breastplate of faith and love. I have faith in him. Nothing works against me. And I am loved. And because of that, I have hope. Oh, praise the Lord. Listen to me very carefully. Wherever love is, there is faith. And wherever faith is, there is hope. You will never disappoint. Watch what he says. Continue. Continue with me. Continue with me. Go. So, so after he had told us, and when he's coming, he's coming like a thief and blah, 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 blah. He said, for us, be sober. Don't let anxiety. No. Be sober. Relax. All you need to do is to put on the helmet, the, 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 the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of the hope of salvation. Because God did not appoint us to wrath. God did not appoint you to anger. You have no appointment with God as far as anger is concerned. You have no appointment with God. He didn't appoint you to wrath. So when God sees you, then he's angry. But to what? To obtain what? Salvation through who did what? Whether we or we should praise the Lord. Therefore, do what? Oh. Oh. Warn one another. I'm warning you. Jesus is coming. You're warning me for what? He said, comfort one another and what? Edify one Build each other up. The word edify is the same word as edifice. Build up one another. That's edify. Build up one another. Comfort one another and build up one another just as you are already doing. So when you come to church, I comfort you. And I edify you. So you are built up. So your edifice always goes up. 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 Till he comes. Whether you are dead or alive. Whether you sleep or you wake. I heard a preacher man saying, We have to talk about sin. We have to talk about sin in the church. I said, in your church, go and talk about sin. Because when you talk about sin, and you keep talking about sin, the people think sin. When you talk about grace, you talk about what he has done, you know that they are right with God. They will live right. Don't deceive yourself. Say, say, sin, sin. You think when you mention sin, then sin 
loses its power. You are giving power. Whatever you give attention to, you give power. It's as simple as ABC. Ah, but it says sin has lost its power. And sin has lost its sting. And sin has lost its victory. So why do you want to talk about sin? Why don't you talk about the power that made sin lose its power? It's called the grace of God. Praise the Lord. Let me finish with this. Give me the next. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Love is going to be perfected. Is that it? Eh? Love is being perfected. He said what? Love has been what? It's a done deal. This deal has been done. Love has been perfected. The father's love for me is done. I need to respond to it. Praise the Lord. And then he tells us what follows. So that you'll be bold in the day of what? Oh, hallelujah. So it's now not going to happen. It's happened already. If judgment day comes now, I'm loved. Love has perfected itself already in me. Oh, praise the Lord. He loves me. And I'll be bold in the day of what? Judgment. Look at what he says. He says, because what? Because what? Because what? Aha! Uh-huh. So are we in this Who is, who is he talking about? As Jesus is, so are you. So you see your problem? You think you are Kwesia Mweni? And you have the features of Kwesia Mweni? No. You have the features of the firstborn, the first model who rose from the dead. And all the features the first model has. When you got born again, you were born again with those same features. So when the father looks at Jesus with smile, he looks at you also with smile. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at this. Look at this. First Corinthians. Now, if you read this chapter, it talks about love. First Corinthians chapter 13 talks about love. And it text tells us that if you even speak the languages of angels and of men and you don't have love, you are like what? Uh, what symbol? <laughs> A noisy symbol. So your, your symbol would just be making noise. Do you know that most of us pray? And our prayer doesn't go anywhere. Because even in our mind, we think he hates us. Oh, Jesus. That's why when I say come and pray, you find it so difficult. 
Because everybody runs to somebody they know, love them. Hey, hello. Is it true? You see, but when you don't so have the idea and the knowledge that he so loves you and you are coming, it's like I have to pull you and force you. No. So, Apostle Paul said, hey, what you need is understand the Father's love. The agape love. Oh, praise the Lord. And he says, you can be giving. Do you know that a lot of people give because they are afraid they'll be punished? Oh, hello. But they don't give out of love. So he said that you can give the whole of your goods. But if you're not giving out of love, it is use. Are you getting the point? Yes. So some people, they can give uh, the pastor their car. Do you know why they are giving? No, it's, it's not good. It's a good thing. Why? Saying that. It's a good thing. But the point is, the motive behind it is because they think they've done something. And when they give the pastor their car, it will pacify. Are, are you getting the point? So that becomes the motive. He said it's useless. It's useless. You think giving me your car will pacify? No. You have been pacified already. Oh, praise the Lord. But if you know I'm doing God's work the way I must do it, and you're getting blessed, and you bless me with the car, it comes with a lot of blessing. Because you did it out of love for Jesus and for his work. Oh, praise the Lord. Are you understanding me? Okay, so when he got to the end, he said, then I didn't know. He said, when I was a child, check this, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. This is a child speaking true, true. Because children speak before they think. So look at the process. I spoke as a child before I understood and then I what? thought. That is how most believers speak. They speak before they understand and even think. Hey, am I speaking to you? When I was a child, I what? I spoke first before I understood. And then, before I think about it. From today, move. I said move. I said move. He said, when I was a man, he said, I put what? I, I, I put away what? May you put away childish things. Oh, praise the Lord. Okay, put away childish things. And then what happened? He said, for what? Now we see what? In a mirror, dimly. But then what? First to? Now I know in part. But then? 
I, what he's saying, I, 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 I shall know just as I know. He said, just like God knows me completely, when the day of consummation comes and I meet him face to face, I shall also know him completely. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Are you getting the point? Uh-huh. You see, but he says, whilst we live here, I'll speak about it next week. I'll speak about it next week. Look at the 13. He says, and now, <laughs> and now, while we see dimly, and we can't see completely, God, because we will only know in part. We can't know everything about him. But as we abide here, now, there's faith, hope, and love. Did you see them in Thessalonians? The breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of the hope of He says, now, these three, Abide here. And he says, the greatest. So it means that this, <laughs> these three are all great. <laughs> Hello? These three are all great. Is that right? But then the greatest of the three is knowing the love of God. Because when you know the love of God, the three will follow. You'll be the most powerful human being on earth. Praise the Lord. Grace, glorious grace, at the cross you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor, Carry Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Carry Center International, living heaven on earth.